Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I got told by people that work at ITV that I got put in at that time because there was so much backlash on the outside for lack of diversity. Wow. The other guy, for example, I said I wasn't going to name names in this whole thing, but the other guy I was, I had the option between. He was like, do you know what? I'm not really into girls that look like you, but we'll see where it goes. You and that's the day I realized that I had no friends in there because if you watch it back, you'll oh. see I'm the only girl wearing sunglasses in the challenge. That's because I'd been crying before because one of the girls was absolutely awful to me. Absolutely Shit. awful to me, yep. Watch it, you'll see, I'm the only girl wearing sunglasses in that challenge. So like, I have so much respect for you because of that rumor that came out that wasn't true. You As you should, you address it, you've got to do what you could do. But when I said it wasn't true and you said you took the video, I was like, yeah, this guy's fucking amazing. Yeah, because then becomes misinformation. That's yeah. what I was just like, it doesn't but, make sense. But some people don't respect that. That's crazy. I, li I literally, I don't care. Like I literally, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't care. I wish everyone the best. I know everyone had a great experience, but this is my truth. And I don't owe ITV anything, but that's what happened. Three, two, one. Guys, the Murad Morali podcast. We're back with one of my favorites from the last season of Love Island, who I wanted to speak to. And she's here right now, guys. We have Rachel Finney in the building. Hey. hey. Woo. Hey. Can we get a clap, guys? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sound Engineer Guy. He always comes through with the claps, man. Grateful. So grateful. You look stunning, by the way. Thank you so much. So do you. You look Your beautiful, babe. Holiday glow. I know. I know. Showing I know. I know. Beard and everything. And we've both got our chests out. Basically. Like we're doing the most right now. But you know what? Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Who cares? Why not? How have you been? Good, thank you. All good. How's life? Do you know what? Life's good. Do you know what? My life is exactly how it was before, only a little bit better, which right. is what I always wanted. I'm here for that. So I'm, I'm actually really, really good. Well, you look beautiful. What are you wearing today? I am wearing... <laughs> I'm literally wearing like fast fashion, Boohoo PLT, Boohoo PLT, Shein. Shein. Is Shein good? I, feel like I see it's it everywhere. Hit it's hit and miss. I see like, it everywhere. You've got to know like what you're buying. Like yeah. I buy everything from there and whatever's bad, I just send back. But yeah. I shop at three places, Shein, Primark and Pretty Little Thing. So we have a lot to talk about. We do. I do want to get into some stuff from your time on the show. Before I do, guys, I'm fasting. I just want to let you guys know that now. <laughs> so I might be a little slow here and there, but one hour left and I'll be fine. But yeah, I wanted to speak about your journey. I think there's... When you came in on the show, I was so gassed. What? Yes. yes! This is what we needed. Yes! I was like, who is this girl, Rachel? She's bringing flavor to this whole season. Flavor of a city walk. I was just like, what's going on? Then your walk obviously went viral. Yeah. So when you came up the show and you saw that, how did you, did you react to that positively I or negatively? I laughed so hard because you know what's so funny? I've never, I've always been a tomboy. 
my whole life, and even when I'm in relationships and I go on dates, I always say I only wear heels to sit at the table. Like you go on a date, you wear your flats, you put the heels on at the table so you look good, take a picture. I can't walk in heels. I've never been that guy that's I'm ever going to walk in heels. No, it's true. Like even on Instagram, like someone commented today because I put a picture up, they're like, oh my God, you're still trying to wear heels. It's like, yes, I have to. It's my job. But no, I'm never going to be the girl that walks in heels. I can't do it. And that walk, another thing, the shoes didn't fit me, but it was my fault because I really liked them. So I squeezed into a smaller size. So my, like, I call oh. it auntie foot. You know where your Not heel the auntie foot. Where it kind of hangs off the back of the mm. shoe. I had the auntie foot and I did that walk like 50,000 times. So that's when my knees started to give in. I was like, do you know what? Minus the walk though. Some people might disagree with me. I think my entrance was fucking iconic. I completely agree with you. <laughs> I will keep you for my own. Heaven is so overrated. Will be decided by Rachel. <gasps> oh. oh. I don't wanna be alone no more. I think it was like I didn't maybe because I'm a guy, but I didn't catch on to the heel type of walk oh, no, situation. Mate, I, looked, I looked awful. I, yes, I didn't catch on to that at first, but then you know people were talking about it, and then I saw it. I'm like, okay, cool. But I was just like, who is this I'm girl? My hair, Your my entrance, makeup, yeah, the outfit, makeup beat. Like, I got listed as one of the top ten entrances in Love Island history with like Molly May in the bathtub, Maury Higgins. I was like, okay, for the wrong reasons, but I made it. I thought that entrance was definitely something that I was excited about. Probably one of the first times that I was excited about watching that season because the first two weeks or oh, I don't know where you came in first the second week I came in the first week I came was that in the first week? I came in on day five wow so I we had a lot of people three. come in before you as well no the only was people I... that came three people came in before me Chloe came in but she's technically an OG and OG. Chugs and Liam right okay so it wasn't that many people yeah. day five damn that's earlier than I thought I know. but when you came in I thought this was great we've got somebody like the word for me for, is potential I feel like you had so much potential mm -hmm. to be a huge love islander mm -hmm. on that show yeah. you had so much potential i was thinking i love rachel but then you obviously were you walked in and you were put in a predicament between choosing two men yeah chugs and brad and i genuinely felt like these two men were never into you in the first place this is the thing hashtag three is a crowd This is why I like I don't ever want to come across like I'm bitter or like I'm just sad because I'm. You're not bitter because but you're the, not bitter. The facts are the facts. Like ITV, when they in, like when you're going through this interview process for months and months and months, they ask you what your type is. Like, don't put me in a show where you make it uncomfortable for people to say I like dark hair, dark features because that could be me. That could be someone that looks like you. Mm. Be, make it comfortable for people to say. I like dark heads up for you to put more on the like Hispanic side, more on the black side. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're not describing someone's color in a derogatory way, it's absolutely fine. You're entitled to be attracted to me. You're entitled to not be attracted to me. I was in cost holding for a month because we filmed during COVID. Every day they asked me who my top three was. Why did I have to pick between those two? Especially when the people that came in that were interested in Chugs and Brad got flown in two weeks when I'd been there a month. So you knew what you were doing. I got told by people that work at ITV that I got put in at that time because there was so much backlash on the outside for lack of diversity. Wow. That's why I got put in at that time. So bear in mind, these people know what my type is. They know what Brad and Chugg's type is, but they put me in at that time and gave me that entrance because they thought, okay, this is going to shut people up. Wow. And that's why, you know how I said to you off air, like the first black bombshell let me have a story. Yeah. They didn't give me that story because they were just ticking boxes. They had someone who was disabled, tick. Someone who was from the NHS, tick. Mm. Two people who were Asian, tick. 
they only care about ticking boxes. And I went into Love Island very naive thinking, do you know what? Just be yourself, have fun. Because in the interview process, that's all you can be. But the show's control. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Controlled. Every aspect of it is controlled. Damn. It, it's true. Well, that I was one who was complaining about diversity. I thought diversity on your season, in comparison to the season of Amber and Molly May, that season was great for diversity. We saw so many. The majority of the cast were, you know, mixed race, black. From what I saw, you had Michael, Jordan, mm-hmm. Anna, Yuande, so many of them. Amber, you can go Ovi, on and on. I know, right? And I felt like, okay, from here, it's only upwards. But then with your season, it was such a every Nibom show was a blonde, blue eyed, or blonde girl. I know. From what I saw. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Then I personally felt like. You would, you, that's why I said potential. You had great potential to be a great asset to the show, but you would dealt a very bad hand that I've seen no one else been dealt with ever. I always say, I saw this tweet when I came out and it said, Rachel Finney's the most violated Love Islander in history. I think you were. And in a sense, I feel like I am because yeah. I'm not someone that cries five minutes every, like all the time. I'm not someone that's weak. You can tell that in like the two minutes we've been speaking, that's not me. Um, but everything's in control. Like even some people have said to me, again, I don't want to mention names um, of, about other islanders because it's been such a long time they're like oh why do you think they were only in there that long it's completely controlled by the producers other islanders within your season yeah i said to you why do you think you were there for so long no why i was in there no not me not me no but why other people only oh why do you think she was only in there that long and why do you think he was only in there that long Mm, why do you think every time it came down to a public vote it would go back to the islanders the islanders that influence the vote for certain people some people may not want to admit it but i'm just so irritated with itv for my experience because like you said it goes back to my potential I didn't get that chance. And they knew exactly what they were doing. It's like, why ask me, Rachel, what's your favourite food? And then bring me the complete opposite. I'm screaming. So that's how you know it's so strong. So you're like apples, but I'm bringing you pineapple or banana. Exactly. Yeah. You're bringing me something I'm allergic to, basically. Basically. Like, you want me to fail. You just want to get what you can out of it. So that's the only reason why. I do think that you were used a lot on the show. And now rehashing it is really irritating me. Mm. Because again, back to potential. I do think that. Do you? I think you mentioned this in an article. You said that the men on the show or the men that you were given or whatever were not into black women mm-hmm. or black girls. Mm-hmm. So do you think that, you know, you were at a disadvantage? Of course I was at a disadvantage. Hugely. Two reasons why I was at a disadvantage. 
One, because in the casting process, like I said, ITV didn't make it comfortable enough for people to be like, I like dark hair, dark features, but more black women, more Asian women, more mm. Hispanic women. So there was that. So they took dark hair, dark features, and they ran with it. There was four people in the time I was in then that could have meant. Same with the guys. And all the guys are completely different, but it wasn't specified enough. The second reason why I was, I was set up to fail was why ask me every day who my top three are of the lineup and then put me in and not a single one of those three names I mentioned were the two I had to pick from. That's mad. That's how you know it's structured. Yeah. That's how it's you know. It's too fixed now. It, it's, so the reason why the season before was so great is because, again, it was just so fun. I think, pe I think listen, we've always been fighting for diversity and, e and equality, but the past couple of seasons, what happened, happened. This one, they tried so hard to make it tick box. That's why they had some for the NHS. That's why they had some with a disability. They tried, th this season was to make them look good and be so appealing to so many audiences because the show had been off air for a whole year. Mm. Whereas the reason why, if anything, maybe I'm a bit jealous of the black girls that go on this year because they're going to have such more of a better opportunity because they've learned their mistakes. ITV's learned their mistakes and they're going to make sure that they- Do you think they will? To an extent. You can to an extent, hope. yeah. But it's also because how, like, why would you put your, uh, why would they put you between two white men who are not even into you, or you know, maybe you know, specifically Again, fair white, white, I was white on girls. the show it's with so another amazing black woman who I love, who I still talk to this day. Tell me how many scenes you saw of me and her on the show together. Right. How many times did you see me and her on the show together? Because I didn't see you and Kaz at all there together. You go. Me and Kaz have spent time together on the outside. I have a decent relationship with Kaz, but you never saw us on air together. And the one time. Kaz and I were put in a conversation together. It was because we, ha we had a little disagreement. That was the one time we were put in a thing to and it never aired. And that was the night I got dumped. The only time you see Kaz and I together on that show is the night I got dumped where they tried to set up an argument between us both. And the only time you see us on that screen together is when we're walking to stand by the fi fire pit and you see us get up together. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I literally, I don't care. Like I literally, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't care. I wish everyone the best. I know everyone had a great experience, but this is my truth. And I don't owe ITV anything, but that's what happened. My whole scenario was. This is why I really wanted to do this. Cause I felt like there's like, I don't like to do in interviews with Islanders or anyone in general or from the show who are the most relevant or, you know, the winner of the show. Mm. I like to do one where I see there's a story that we didn't get. Yeah. Or that there's more to your story, there's more to your character, there's more potential that we didn't get. And I want to try to get that in any kind of capacity because I feel like Love Island did a her awful, awful, awful job. Like, it's not even funny. Like, I find it to be very disrespectful. They they bring you as the first a Black Bond show that we've ever seen. You know, and I thought, okay, your entrance to me was fire, minus the shoe, shoe situation. I feel like, you know, face beat, everything. And then, you know, you're stuck between these two men. They did it obviously for, for diversity, as you said. And that in itself is the wrong reason to do it because why would you do it for diversity? Then they don't think about how your predicament is and the fact that you're not going to be with thing. one of these they, guys. It's like a chain effect of just madness one after the other. Yeah, they don't, they, that, my season, again, I'm very hopeful for the next one because I think like they've learned their lesson. Right, and right. Hopeful, now but, I understand what you mean by that. But with me and my experience, it was all, it was all to benefit them. And I get, and, and they've said to me since coming off, they're like, Rachel, you have to stand, it's a TV show. I'm like, but it's reality TV. They're like, Rachel, but it's still for entertainment purposes. So, and it's like, yeah, but even now when I watch, cause I'm such a big Real Housewives fan. I'm even oh, a amazing. Love Island fan. I love fan. Housewives. Oh my God. Okay. We're going to talk about this after. I watch every single one. Yeah. And I then you know how, as someone that watches reality TV, you think, oh my God, why is this person in there? Or like, oh my God, I can't stand this person. 
It's all about produ- like producers' favourites. Like, come on, like, if me and you hadn't seen each other, do you think the first thing we're going to talk about is, oh my God, so I went to this person's house party and then this happened. Everything, mm. Everything's set up. Towards the end, I think they've become more lenient. What I've heard, they've become more lenient because everyone's characters have developed. But there's never more than one funny person. There's never more than one crybaby. There's never more than one loved up couple. It's all about playing characters and that's what that's what they do. So you think as a black girl, Love Island really played you? Because with Me, this, 150%. Now that you mention it with the cast up, I, I think that's very interesting because we've never had two more than two black girls. At on one time. Sh- ever. ever. When, when were we ever shown together? Wow, that's actually that's a very good point. I didn't even think about. There are things I pick up on because I've I've learned what the tactics are, and yeah, I mean everyone else. I think the people, the islanders this year, they've come out of two mindsets. You know what? I did it. It was great. Whatever. I did it. It was shit. So what? Mm. I've come out like no, like I know my potential, and you really me over they, they did this a but lot yeah with the black and brown girls this season the brown girl that came in shannon i was excited for her and they dumped her in two days she was and i'm sorry like even in the i saw her in the line i was like this girl is one of the most Do you know beautiful what I mean? girls i've I just, seen in my life yeah this season was bad with the way they dealt with black and brown girls it's, it's awful good thing with shannon she had a good life before the show she had a good life after the show. right right so but me, don't get me wrong, I had to... Uh, Potentials, I mean, potential with her, potentially, there's a lot so more that can be played. But because you don't have a certain phenotype or aesthetic, or, you know, it just they play you in a different way. You and need it, to remember, you're just a pawn to these people. Yeah. Think how many people applied for this show? 500,000, whatever, applied for the year I was on. And then they have so many people in cast. They, there's some people they fly out that don't make it on the show. That's a madness. That's so you need to mad. think. Hold they kind on. of pick and choose. They're like, who's going to do the na 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 na? Ooh, yeah, as in, as in, you're going Gatwick. Throw Terminal 4, but you're, you're not coming back. It's like, what pair of shoes do I want to wear today? What's going to go the outfit? What look am I going for? What feel am I going We're all pawns to them. But some people, they play the game of chess better than others. And, and that's I'm not saying they play it as in like they're fake or whatever. They just get dealt a bit hard. Yeah, to be dealt with between Chugs and Brad. And then as soon as... um. Lucinda came in with Millie. He just twisted can I, immediately. Can I just say none of them are bad people. Right. I even saw Chugs at an event like what two nights ago. None of them are bad people. Brad's not a bad person. He, if anything, you've got to respect him because he did what he came to do. He thought, fuck what I'm being forced to do. I'm gonna go for the girl I want, and he did. And Lucinda was lovely when I spoke to her. I don't have any contact with her now, but they did what they had to do. Whereas I came into that show so naive. I thought let me just be myself no no guy in there was a hundred percent my type that's the truth mm. so if you ever saw me so upset or frustrated <laughs> it was because i was like shit i've given up you give up a lot to go in the show you give up your privacy you give up your family's privacy you don't even know if what you do on the show is going to make people want to employ you if you've got to go back to a normal job after i thought i gave up so much and my opportunities just been like pulled right from beneath me so my tears were out of frustration um the only thing i will say about brad that i didn't like is that hey it's a tv show like you know your place was secure the second i picked you you didn't need to kiss me in bed you didn't mm. need to do all that extra stuff i was so naive that games were being played that's what i'm saying like um, i don't think these people are bad people they're not bad but they did what communication could have been better yeah and he, he could have easily said to me do you know what i mean i'm not interested but i'm gonna work with it like the other guy, for example, I said I wasn't going to name names of this whole thing, but the other guy was, uh, I had the option between. He was like, do you know what? I'm not really into 
girls that look like you, but we'll see where it goes. You've got a great personality and I'll, I'll protect you. The only reason I chose Brad over Chuck is because oh, Brad's, Brad's a little bit more attractive. Let's see where it goes. Right, for you personally, it's all subjective. That's what yeah. you found more attractive. Not, not attracted to either of them. Both gorgeous guys, but just not for me. You were seen a lot on the show because uh, a lot of the questioning that me and viewers thought is, you know, she's, she's very emotional. Mm -hmm. Or there were always scenes of you either crying mm -hmm. alone, crying with Faye or the other girls. Mm -hmm. And it's as if, you know, were you crying that much? Or do you think it was, I don't know if- I, I had so much fun in there. Or was it because of other stuff? Do you know, my tears were mainly frustration. Frustration of the card that you were dealt. Of the card I was dealt. Right, I mean, okay. Honestly, if you watch the show back or anyone that watched it and remembers, there's only one episode of me myself, like full of energy. Da, da, the rest is me, woe is me, crying like some kind of pathetic woman. That's not me. When you're there, you need to remember. The under, another thing that maybe like encourage my sadness is that you don't know anyone. You need to remember that. We're all strangers. You can't pick up the phone and text your mum. Mm. You can't call your friends. You can't go for brunch to make yourself feel better. You're stuck. There were days in that villa I was sat alone by myself because everyone was in their couple or the person I was with wasn't interested. It was frustration. The, the tears were pure frustration. But the only time you saw me having fun is if you watched like Unseen Bits. Right. But I'll tell you this, there was so there was so many times I laughed, so many times I did dumb shit. Like even if you watch when I was dumped and it has like the commentary from the islands, they're like, Rachel's known for not giving a fuck, Rachel's full of sass, her energy, da, da, da. People must have watched that and thought, well, who were they talking about? Right. Me too. Again, it goes back to playing the character. Every, name every season of Love Island you watch. There's always a broken hearted girl. Was there another broken hearted girl my entire series? No. Because that's the card I was dealt, that's the character I had to play. And that's the character. It doesn't fit you. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't fit you. It this is why I saw mismatch. I'm thinking the girl that I saw was coming in with such, and then I'm seeing, um, it, it was an imbalance. That's why. Thank God I've had the opportunity for people to get to know who I am post show because that wasn't me. And I know people think it's easy. And like I've even had people come up to me and say like, "Oh, you only went on it for fame anyway." You don't know my reasons. You actually don't know my mm. reasons. I was in a five and a half year relationship before going on that show. I was dating someone I thought I was going to spend my life with. I went on that show for love. I thought I'm about to turn 30. Let me do the most ridiculous thing ever. If it works, it works out. If I really went on that show to be famous, I'd still be calling paparazzi everywhere I go. I'd still Screaming. be doing, and, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've yeah. gone back to my nine to five. I'm still doing my influence. If I wanted to be famous, believe I would be doing everything I could. I literally went on there to find find romance. If not, have a bit of fun. I had the fun, didn't get the romance. And I've gone back to living my normal private life. Mm. And that's literally just it with me. I don't force anything. Whatever's meant to be for me will be for me. So you've watched yourself back on the show. Yeah. And you, what, your initial premonition was what you just said, that you didn't like how you were being seen. Not at all. Not at all. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a soft touch. Right. I think anyone that speaks to me for two minutes will realize I'm not a soft touch. I'm actually not. It, it's just so funny because people that know me, know, if anything, I've been called bitch. I've been called cold. I've been called like stone. Everything you can think of. But to the world and anyone that watched that show, they're going to think, oh, she's soft. She's soft. She's this. And it's, it's so funny. The people that know me know that is not me at all. Yeah, and I'm I not know. even saying this to kind of justify my character because I genuinely don't care what the public think. If you're not my friends, my family, your opinion really doesn't matter to me. But I know who I am and no one saw who I was. Maybe they saw a bit of me in the first episode, but even some of that confidence, like the licking my lips and the doing those faces, that wasn't me, that was adrenaline. But in terms of like confidence and sass, 
I have it. I don't cry every five minutes. Are you joking? So, yeah, in terms of your emotions and frustration, you describing it as, you know, you're sitting alone or you don't know these people. It's a lot for you to deal with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a a pretty strong mental battle for you to go through at that period of time. Mm -hmm. Would you do the show again? Would something like this potentially happen again? Do you know what? If I got the opportunity to do the show again, I would do it and I'd go in and play the biggest game. Mm. biggest game and anyone that's watching this that's going to go on the show this year do you know what forget friendships friendships come and go go for the guy you want if you want to be the producer's favorite favorite do it because it does work in your in, in your benefit but just do do what you can to make your time in there iconic well you did I think for the small time unintentionally everything that makes me iconic on that show do you think I pl- I didn't plan to walk in like a exactly dickhead. and then you felt I didn't plan to smash my head in that on national television funny. I watched it back I, do you know what's so funny I remember when it happened in fact no let me even rewind a bit so that challenge a lot a lot of the slide takes were done more than once because it was so boiling hot and it's a plastic it's hard to get mm. down and I kept saying can you just put more fairy liquid more so I set myself up for that Unintentional. I was like, I need more fairy liquid. I need more water. And I literally thought, thank God, because the gate, the gate, whatever it's called, there were gaps in between. I could have easily got off the stage. And um, if you watch it back, that it wasn't. Like oh closed. my God! I could have gone through that gap outside over, the villa. Outside the villa. Back to London, boy. Because the way you. Man, was I could have gone. I could have gone wherever. Um, and that's the day I realized that I had no friends in there. Because if you watch it back, you'll see I'm the only girl wearing sunglasses in the challenge. That's because I'd been crying before because one of the girls was absolutely awful to me. Absolutely Shit. awful to me, yep. Watch it, you'll see I'm the only girl wearing sunglasses in that challenge. And secondly, when I was coming, it's not a matter of moving to protect yourself. They literally like, fly bitch. Wow. Yeah. So that's when I realized I didn't have any friends in there. And that's when I also stopped trying. I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to go home at the end of the week anyway. Let me just sit by I mean, myself. it's a lot to do with. You're in a, you go in the show, you're excited. These two men, you choose between them. One, they're not, one's not really into you. And then you're having these little, you know, you fall by accident or whatever. Mm. Not realizing the people that are around you are really there for you in any capacity. And then you're just like, you know, it's just down after down after down it. And then that plays in your mental. And you're just want to, you're like, you're, you're done with it. Yeah, that's why I, was, I didn't mind coming home. Because like I said, I had a good life before. I thought, why? I don't care. Whatever benefits could have come from me staying on that show longer wasn't worth what I already knew on the outside, which was the love for my friends and my family and the respect for my industry peers. I don't know why they didn't keep you in. It's annoying because I think you all went on a date with Teddy and Teddy had to decide. Mm-hmm. And it was between you, Faye, and who else did you go on a date with? There was another girl. Kaz? Sharon and Kaz. Sharon and Kaz. Well, all will, four of them. What I will say though, everything happens for a reason. He ended up with who he's meant to be with. Right. And I, no, no, I'm glad that he obviously picked Faye because obviously they're still in the couple. But I think the producer should have still kept you in because there was a predicament two years ago when Anna and Maura, both huge characters of that show, were both about to get, both were going to get dumped. But then Love Island kept them in for a surprise date behind the scenes. And they should have done that with you because if they're good producers, they would have known that you have potential to carry on for, you know, future episodes. Because I saw that potential in you. Anna? Hi, yes. Tom? Hi. I'm thirsty. Me too. <laughs> so what's your type, Tom? 
I don't really have a type, but going on my previous girlfriends, I'd have to say Bruno. This is why if Love Island ever hired me, I would flip up the whole show because Bruno I feel I. like they don't see it in people and they want to bring you in as a diversity token and then run you out in four days. But they did see it in me. That's why, I, listen, this is the thing. They did see it in me. So I didn't know if I was going to be an OG or a bombshell about two weeks into the pool before I okay. flew out. So I did, you know, all the cast pictures of yeah. the videos. I filmed all that stuff. I, w I could have been an OG. It was only decided at the last minute. And the reason I probably got sent in then is because I was probably the only... How many black girls did they send in after me? One, Salma. I was probably the only black girl they had out there at the time. They oh, thought yes. we need to send her in to stop the backlash. And then they brought Salma in when Class and War happened. And Salma is, again, one of the most beautiful girls I've seen we in my entire life. We didn't see any of her on the show, life. man. The most beautiful girls I've seen in my entire life. And again, we're just there to tick boxes. Regardless of me going in as the first black bombshell, whatever, there would have always been one black girl in the lineup and one black girl at Class and War. And that's how they messed this up, man. They don't know how to do shows like this and then they deal with people's real feelings when it comes to how you're played on the show. But you know what they do? Again, to further protect themselves, they make sure that the aftercare is intense. I get a call every day from welfare. Every day. I had the the therapist, but I like ended, I didn't come off the show of any trauma. I've got no background trauma. So I was like, let me give this time to someone else that needs it. So right. I so I did it for a while. Um but yeah, they 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 know how to do things in their favour, so you can't go back and attack them. Damn, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a lot. I do think that you're probably the most, I think you are the most violated love. Isn't that sad though? That's, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's quite sad. But do, do you know, violate is a, such a harsh word. And do you know, I really was violated, but I just thank God I'm in like. That you're comfortable within yourself to I mean, know that yeah, you're not like, falling around. Like I don't feel violated. No. Yeah, I was, but like my life is so, I'm in such a good place and happy place where I don't, I don't feel violated. But yeah, I was, I was. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Insane. Mad. I just, just mad. So you did, was there anything that happened in your time on the show? Was there anything that happened that we don't know about? Any altercations or, you know, either... Like I said, they set up a disagreement between mm. me and Kaz, which was ridiculous. So I remember we, we went to dinner a couple months ago and I was like, do you remember when like the night I got dumped and we they made us have that little thing? I say they made but What us. was that over? I don't understand. What You guys weren't even involved in the same men. Um, what was that? Like, what were they even trying to do? That's just, that that confuses the hell out of me as to why they'd even want to do that. I'm trying it's to think bizarre. how to say it without giving too much away. Right. It was just kind of like a misunderstanding. I was like, girl, like you could have just told me this and this would have been... Oh, Again, okay. and do you know okay, why I, I knew that. it? I knew it didn't bother her because the it was just... Everything is just linked to another thing. The first time you want me and her to... Because this is the thing, voice of God. I'm sure everyone's heard about voice of God by now. Mm -hmm. It literally talks on about, tells you what to do. And it was like, Rachel, can you go and grab Kaz for a chat? I'm like, okay, like we, we talk. Do we get ready together? Why are you telling me to go and chat with her? <laughs> it's like you want you wanted something to happen between you two so that they could and it didn't and they only want to put you in a they only want to show you two if you are in cahoots in a conflict okay i mean typical the two black girls having to go at each other well done that's like. pathetic mate yeah yeah 
So just to know if I ever talk about my experience, I'm not bitter. I'm not. I don't. I don't think you come across. I don't think you ever. I think you've said it twice, and maybe you're conscious of it, but you don't come across as bitter. If I felt like somebody disrespected me or the way you, I dealt was dealt a bad card, I would vocalize about it as much as I want to vocalize about it. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I wanted to give you the space to say that and to feel and air your feelings because you were in a predicament. As I said, you were dealt a bad card that I've never seen uh, a while on the show, and I, as somebody who's a fanatic of the show, and I review it. I would think that, you know, you can be as, vo you can vocalize as much about it. Yeah. I don't think you come across as bitter in any capacity. Yeah. So that was my shit experience on Love Island 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see anybody else beef or anything else happen that not between, not even pertaining to you uh, or any friction? And Do you want to know what's so funny? Again, to show how controlled it was at some point. My first day in the show, um, one of the producers came in and was like, guys, you're killing us out here. Like nothing's happening. In the sense that everyone got along. Every yeah. last person got <laughs> And you, you can tell that. And everyone, and we, when I came out and I was, we all got along. We all got along and it wasn't entertaining enough. It wasn't. I mean, I feel like that's what people want to see. They want, I, I want to see beef. I want to see drama. And I get it. And I get I it. I want to see that. But. You can't it force it. But it was genuinely if you guys, harmonious. If you guys get along and you're harmonious, you can't force the It beef. was genuinely harmonious when I was in they there. They picked the wrong bunch to go in together because if you go in together and you're all great and happy, then it's not. Then you can't tell them to beef because it's not going to work out right. Or yeah. it's going to be awkward and weird. You're forcing it. It has to be genuine, organic. But the more fingers they put in these pies, which is so apparent to us, the first week I was dragging the show. I was thinking, what the hell are we watching? Yeah. Like nothing's going on. There's zero diversity. The personalities are like, you know, the guys, the girls to me were fine. Like I feel like you were great cast. I feel like Faye was great. Chloe was great. Kaz was great. I feel like, you know, you were the four or five girls that I liked. But the men on the show, I think were awful. In terms of, you know, not in a, not on a personal level, but I just don't think that they were dull. giving it. They were dull. Personalities washed out, laid back. Nobody was doing anything. That's, uh, you know, that's always... This it was the men. Love Island. Do you know, it's sometimes it's not necessarily about personality why people get put in there. It's purely about being good looking. That's the issue that they mess up that's on so thing. much, man. Think, I, again, not saying names. I'm thinking one of the most good looking people to go on that show this entire season. So fucking dull. Again, not saying names, but anyone can take them up what they think but I'm thinking some people are just so beautiful and so attractive that they don't even have to say anything right there are some people who, who don't have to work for it they have that you know pretty privilege and whatever and that that shows immediately on a show because you need to have personality yeah. and for I, you to carry you and I get it I mean Love Island is a fantasy people watch it because they want to see good looking people on an island da, 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 da. but again when it's not entertaining as I've said sometimes yeah, this why this I think it only picked up when that Hugo Toby backlash happened. Uh, that was probably the first thing, and it took a while. And then Castle Moore was good from the season as well. So they were definitely good parts of the season, but it took a while to get there because everyone got along, and that's not a bad thing though. It's not a bad. I mean, as an islander, it's not a bad thing. But right. obviously, this goes back to reality TV not being real. It's for at the outside, it's not entertaining. And then the Chloe and Faye had a situation ages ago, and I think you were there, and then then you moved away from Chloe to sit with. It Faye. just goes to show how things are so orchestrated. Like, I think the conversation was one girl wanted to speak to another girl about her feelings for a guy, mm. and I literally said I, I shouldn't be here because I was close with the other girls. Like, you know what? I'm not going to be here for this mm. conversation. I don't think I liked it when you said that. And I just went to my other friends, sat down, didn't mention anything. The other girl assumed I was bitching and it kicked off. 
In fact, it didn't even kick off. It no, was it like, was no, 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 no. It was like no, a quick, quick two-minute sitch. It done. wasn't even a kickoff. No, I agree with you. Just pick it real flows. people. Don't pick people that fit your cookie-cutter image or you want this person. Just pick real people. Do you know how many I, people would yeah. go on Love Island and make a really good show? And like, not even just force it. They would just be themselves. I know. And I think a lot of people are, have, are going in now to these shows and they're more conscious of how they appear of the followers of the you know the game afterwards you know so they're like i don't want to come off too or i don't want to do too much i don't wanna be, i don't want to be hated so i'm not going to do anything and therefore the they shield is, their personality even if you go in there and you're the most amazing person you're edited to look a certain way like there was someone who was in there during my time who was part of my story when all the shit was going on with me he was public enemy number one hmm. but because of how much backlash that person was getting again control the narrative make them like the nation's sweetheart because they went through such a bad experience now we pity them some, that's that's the only thing I'm mad at. If I was to sum it up, I'm just kind of mad that I didn't have time for my story to be changed. That's the thing, potential. That's That was the key theme of this Bloody interview. Potential. potential for you to actually, they should have never been dumped. There should have been somebody else waiting for you. And that, you know, maybe you would have gone to a triangle or something. You know how Love Island drama is, but just something for you to still be in the show. But you know what? Thinking of the whole, every guy that's coming in at that show this year, there's not one person I was 100% attracted to. Fair enough. They didn't. Uh, now I think about it, I'm like, you make the best of what's there and like you can see i made the best of what was there at the time but overall like walking past the street and this is not me thinking i'm better or anything because i'm not everyone everyone to, to get on love island it's like a certification mm. like you're an attractive person but no one in there was my type at all you mentioned when you obviously like fell on that challenge that nobody you, you felt like you had no friends on the show at that time what do you mean that's when it justified it for me because it became a competition like when i knew i had i like god rachel you need to couple up with someone i started talking to some of the other guys more mm. and the girls didn't like it i mean because well, what course, are you supposed to do i know but that's my that's why i i said when i left i said to some of the i said some of the girls i said you know what friendships will come and go go for the guy you want mm. go for the guy so you if you want. want the show again you would have just been on it yeah, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care about, I wouldn't even care about the guy's feelings. I'm like, I'm just going to do what, what works for me. Yeah, and then, then I'd lesson. be able to have more fun. Yeah. Let that be less for future Islanders that yeah. you know, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. But at the same time, don't be controlled. It's starting in two months now. It's crazy. less than two months now. I, anyone who's applying right now, I know what stage they're at. It's and it's crazy. so exciting. It's so We've exciting. announced it 5th of June. I know, right? That's I, way I early. I flew out on the 3rd of June. Wow, because I think your season started later. It started in like 25th of June. Yeah, because we all had to isolate for like a month. Right, the COVID stuff. I can't wait for it to come back. Regardless of my time, I, I love that show. I love the show. I can't wait. I'm kind of gutted that Laura Whitmore's hosting it though. I thought we'd get a nice Maya Jam or AJ. Do you know what I mean? I don't like Laura as a host, man. Like it's nothing I mean, personal, but the benefits you get from being married to the narrator, because that's when she's not a great host. I do think it is nepotism. It's straight up nepotism. I don't think I do. She was hosting MTV stuff before. I think she suits Countdown. I'm not trying to be rude. Not Countdown. The weakest link. Like I'm not <laughs> even trying to be rude. Like you know, very, or like a uh, afternoon game when you show think on Love uh, two p.m. Don't think Laura a bit more. You don't. You Town think you like don't. had the energy. She had this, and that show was her. She started the show. She that started the her. show. That's her baby. Laura. And the way she used to coddle, you know, the castmates or whatever when they would go. Through, you can tell that she was really a mother to the show. Yeah. She loved that show. She was Love Island. Like I, I, I like. She loved the show. The only thing between me and her is similar is that we both loved this show. Like I want to see the show do like do good yeah. whereas someone like i feel like laura wants to just put her shoes on do the job and go home and i feel like you know you want you really want to love it and i just i don't see it for her i feel like with her it's dull and i don't know why the producers have brought her back because they've confirmed that she's on a half million deal when they could have gotten 
other Maya people Gemma, to do it. AJ Dudu. Yeah, they two would have been great for the show. They fit. They they relate more to the cast for one. They have a bit more personality second, and number three, they're not there just because they're married to the narrator. Yeah, just when Caroline used to do her walks in, like you know she's here. Even her like presence. you know, like saved like the flack is back. Like it, it had oomph, it had emphasis. What do you get with? Anyway, yeah. Damn, I see myself walking into that villa. I would be one hell of a host i just know i would i would carry that show because you have to you love it drag, you have to people. you have to That's love it we need. we need a bit more so it can't just always be pg i think we need no, if i was a host if i was a host there. if i was a host i'd be very objective yeah i think we need I, that I, I, I can't be dragging people from my host it's so st- oh, but no. if i was an islander i would i would just do the most i would be entertainment 24 7 but i, I, I want to go on the show though i've learned i'm happy reviewing but um, because I see a disjointed narrative of what we're seeing. And then when you see the Islander, they're very different to how they come across. And it happens a lot of the time. So it's very interesting. That's why I also want to do these interviews is that, you know, no manipulative editing, put you in a position where, you know, you're showing your real t- true self. And mm-hmm. with the previous ones, people are like, wow, like we're seeing a different side that we never saw before. It's very eye opening because we all, including me, we get caught up on the show when, when it's on. And you're reviewing, I'm reviewing it and I get angst. I'm like, eh, this is happening. Oh, this person's annoying, he's an idiot. But more time, the producers could have made that person look like an idiot. And it's not true. And it's like the only and the only people that we anyone should be blaming is production. Because we can only Correct. we can only review what we view. You can only react to what you see yeah. as an audience. Do you as remember a me having fun on that show? Do you ever remember seeing me do like happy or doing anything R- Rarely, rarely to be honest with you. I saw you more crying, upset or annoyed. There you go. In bed, crying. There you just, go. Just like Always teary, emotional. There you go. You'd think I didn't have fun on there. You'd think I didn't make memories on that show. And which is even think, think about it realistically, that's impossible. Mm. Imagine being there and not having the time of your life. That's mad, you know. It's actually mad. You coming away from Love Island for a minute, but you obviously recently mentioned about um, skin bleaching and people are assuming that you've been bleaching your skin. Honestly, I babe, some shit gets said about you coming off the back of the show, but my God, that's one thing I found absolutely hilarious. I mean, shit gets said about me every day. Mm. I mean, you've been aware of some of the shits that's been said about me in the past right. that you've even spoken about. And I address it, I let it go. If it's something that really bothers me, I bring it up. I have no reason to bleach my skin because like I said on my stories when I addressed it, I've shown what I looked like as a baby. I was a very pale child mm. and I was in the sun every day for like a month and a half. Every day when you're filming stuff, you need there's there's no hiding, there's no you're in the sun. And I tan. I really, really tan and I love it. Um and additionally to that, um I think if I was to ever do something this is just my opinion on bleaching and altering my appearance, which everyone's entitled to do, but I think if I was to hate myself and my appearance that much, it's insulting my family. I hate the people that made me look like this. My parents, my grandparents, the people before them. I hate what they appeared like to make me be this person I am. So that's why I would never, ever do something, first of all, so degrading that mm. would send them, like, I'm. listen, I don't see myself as a role model. I don't even see myself as a public figure. But if I also do something that could really help someone else, then I'm genuinely not going to do it. And additionally, I don't believe in bleaching my skin. What, why would where, I do where that? Where did that come from? I never thought about it. I, ne- I, ne- I never came to my head. Well, I think because with the bleaching of my hair and the pictures I've put up recently, people just assume I've got lighter. I go oh, pale. the blonde hair. Yeah. Mate, I go pale in the summer. I go really, yeah, really I, pale I, in I, the my summer. My skin alternates a lot as well. It just naturally happens a lot. And that's purely what it's... I woke up one day and I had like so many like comments on my recent peach. I had so many DMs as well. I even had people emailing me. I was like, 
What? But no, I've I've never bleached my skin. Never. The only things I've done to alter my appearances I've come out is I've had my eyebrows tattooed and I had a machine make me do like 20,000 sit-ups. How oh, did I, that work? Oh, it's great. I need it again, but it's so good. I did it on my bum as well. And it actually works. It actually works. It's I used fair. to see those things like growing up thinking, did it actually work? And you people? feel like you've done a work. You know how when you're like, I can't move? Legit really? Work. But yeah, those are the only two things I've done in terms of changing my appearance. An eyebrow tattoo? Where? Um, You know, like... Oh, you mean for your eyebrows? Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean. Like, I, thought, yeah. I don't know why I was expecting like some a star or giraffe. No, because I've got like <laughs> what? A star or giraffe? When you said, when you said, when you said an eyebrow tattoo, I thought you meant like a little picture or a little tattoo by your eye. I'm thinking. <laughs> Listen, I'm fasting. I don't know what to even say, guys. I'm fasting. What? <laughs> no, but when you said eyebrow tattoo, it. you mean your eyebrows? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Just get them like thickened out a bit. I've got like three eyebrow hairs, so it's kind of sad. That's weird. I don't know. I don't, when I, I think I saw you addressing it or something. I was just thinking, I've never really heard of anything like this. Before. It came out of nowhere. And literally, like I said, I woke up the next day bombarded with comments, DMs, whatever. Dressed it there and then. And then I went to um, my Instagram set and I blocked words like bleach, lightning, whatever. Because I knew I didn't know. I was like, do you know what? Fuck off. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah. And weird. Yeah. If I, and this is the thing. If I do something, I'll own it. Right. I've never done that in my entire 30 going on 31 years of life. Don't you dare. Yeah, that must be a long process as well to do it something like time. that. time. You've got time to do that. It must be and dangerous. You want to put that shit on that. My skin's... I, to get my skin where it is now, and it's not even... I've been through so much. Mm. I don't mess with my appearance. This is the only body we have in our life. You look stunning, babes. Thank you. I think you look stunning. When you came on the show, I'm thinking we've got an amazing girl on the show. She looks beautiful. Thank you so much. And I like, I like the way you came in. If anything goes viral, I guess it's good PR. <laughs> and I think you did. And unfortunately, they dealt you a bad hand on the show. But I, um, just, I'm just irritated by it. But you came out and I feel like you've had confidence you don't you're not lost from the show it hasn't damaged you because i'm still me you're they still you you're me. a grown woman do you yeah. know what I mean? you're not a young little girl you've been through life experiences mm -hmm. and it's very apparent that you keep yourself together and you're not in a position where you get lost from what the show can do to you considering that you got a very bad card i think you came out perfectly fine you. you dealt with it you know it comes across quite seamless like it is what it is and you've just picked up and you've just carried on walking in your walk of life. So I don't think you come across um, um, post the show like in any kind of frazzled way. I appreciate that. I think you come across as very like, you know, I've been through life. Like, it's fine. It I'm, really gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, where are you from in, in the UK? Uh, Cockfosters. Cockfosters, that's yeah. where you grew up. Which is like touching London. Yeah. Honestly, if I want to sound one way, I'll say I'm North London. If I want to sound another way, I'll say I'm from Cockfosters in Hertfordshire. Damn. Same place. Your season, your time on the show was unfortunate, uh -huh. but I'm happy that you came and grace yourself. I think this was a good chat. I think that, you know, I really wanted to get you on to get your story and you told it. Like, I'm very happy that you're here. I'm happy you had me here. I know, right? I was a bit I'm like, happy. I was just like, oh, let me just message Rachel, just see that, you know. When I saw your name in my DMs, I was like, sorry, who? <laughs> what? He wants me to come in. Okay, oh, come on, I'll come on a little bit. I was like, okay, Really? I when I came off I because I think there was like three videos you did about me on there as well I, honestly my agent and PR set every, I know everything that was said about me good and bad when I was on the show mm. and like I said do you remember I said I was so like I have so much respect for you because of that rumor that came out that wasn't true you as you should you address it you've got to do what you could but when I said it wasn't true and you said you took the video I was like yeah this guy's fucking amazing yeah because then becomes misinformation 
That's what I was just like, it doesn't but, make sense. But some people don't respect that. Anything if, with the views and the engagement, they're like, oh, I don't give a fuck, I'm keeping it up. You, mm. I, I respect you endlessly. Yeah, that video was doing very well, I remember. And I was That's just like, is. this is really doing very well. But I was thinking, no, but I was like, it's not real. But but so honestly, 99.9% .9 of people wouldn't have done what you did. True. I, That's I, why I have the utmost respect for you. I thank really you. Do. I really appreciate that. I just felt like I just, I can't, I, I feel, like I've, I know I've got a good heart and I would feel bad doing something like that if it's not true mm. you know and if you have dispelled it then it should be taken down oftentimes i talk about love island rumors and they don't dispel it or i don't know if it's false or true that's different people forget my dad's from nigeria no matter how old i am if i act up i'm dead are oh, you half nigerian yeah half nigerian and your other half jamaican jamaican yeah yeah, yeah. i thought you were caribbean but i don't know you're half nigerian yeah half nigerian half oh nice that's such a nice mix i mean yeah that's actually nice such a beautiful mix thank you yeah i just thought that um that i just take that video down asap i was just like it just doesn't make no, sense I, I when somebody came to me when i think i saw something i was like yeah it's coming down no i respect you so much for that because like i said i don't know anyone else that would have done that what was that about again chugs i don't remember someone who wasn't there at the time saying something they heard from someone else that wasn't true not <laughs> are we in year nine i remember i just <laughs> it was like around november i was like does anyone hear my rendition of guy for the guy for tonight because I wasn't there, because I wasn't there. But do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you what happened? Do you want me to tell you what time we got to the House of the Parliament? Do you want to know what fireworks have to do with everything? Come on, historian. I mean, <laughs> not you with a checkboard. You're just. I mean, I'm just saying. If we're going to be talking about things we don't know, like, does anyone want to hear my story about something? Do you want mm. me to narrate your life for you? Do you want me to tell you what you had for breakfast this morning? What you're doing tomorrow? Just dumb. Yeah, it didn't really add up. I don't. I don't know what was going on. Come on. If... That must have irritated you. It did irritate me because one. It would have really played on the whole broken hearted girl story for one. And two. True, true. Anyone that did have sex in the show, they were proud about it. I'm not going to be proud about something. Like I said, like, regardless of how old I am, I still want my parents' respect. It was bad enough me going on Love Island. I'm not going to have sex on the TV show. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because that took off um, on the socials about you doing XYZ with Brad and this, this, that, and that it confirmed that it happened. That it and because it was coming from somebody in the show, we thought, okay, this must be- Someone talking about who wasn't there when it supposedly happened. Are you joking? Because for me to have had sex with that guy, that would have been he was gone. Mm. But no, like, no. I no, think no. that's why people took it with first hand. Oh, this come is true. on, like people, anyone that had sex in the show, you literally saw the- Right. When you have kiss, are you stiff? Are you just like- Yeah, they really put this broken hearted girl narrative on you. The more you say it, the more I'm actually really understanding what you mean. Guy. Broken heart from someone I knew for what, a week. That's what it came across, that you were no. there, that you were like torn. No. I was frustrated that I wasn't going to get my opportunity on the show. That's purely it. Yeah, because you knew you, your time was coming to an end. You need someone to be coupled up with to stay on that show. Right. And you're frustrated that you were there for a couple of days and this is not going to And like I said, you give up so much. You give up privacy. You give up the potential of getting a normal job again. Like you give up, like it's... True. You give up. It's hard to, to explain, but you really give up a, a lot. lot. And for it to not work out, especially when you're promised the world in the casting period up to going in, it's like, okay. That's crazy. But life's good now. Life's amazing now for you. Yeah. I feel like you've done well post the show Thank for yourself. You. I feel like you've got your little Love Island friends as well. Yeah. And obviously your outside friends. Mm -hmm. I think everything's good for you. How was it, you know, you, I think I saw something else, but you go back to a nine to five and you're back in your job and your role. I was mean, that easy at first or was it, you know... Do you know, the only thing that would have stopped me or I thought would have been perceived about me going back to work is like, oh, my time in Love Island was a failure. A it's lot just of rat people, race. Do you see it's what a, I mean? It's a really bad rat and race. And it's like, I, I 
worked on my career for 11 years before going on that show. I'm not going to throw it away. And what did I'm, you do for 11 years? So I worked in a corporate hospitality, so meetings, nice. incentives and events. And I also did um, VIP bookings and high net worth bookings. I thought, I've done this for over a decade. I'm clearly not going to be the world's biggest influencer. Why not go back to it? I'm not going to throw that away. And there's nothing wrong with this. There is. And do you know who encouraged me to get back? And I love this girl so much. She's one of my best friends of the show, Amy. Amy, okay, cool. Amy was like, do you know what? I'm going back to work. I need it. It's good. Like, Amy encouraged me to go back to it. And that girl inspires me every day. Like, she's her and AJ, nothing I wouldn't do. They're friends for life, those mm. two. And again, we weren't on the show together. So how mad is it that these girls are... You think it's actually very mad when you deep it. Real, real, real recognize real. Interesting. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with you going back to your... Like, I think Absolutely Georgia nothing. did the same thing as well. She went back to her... Uh, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong Another with this. Another woman with a great career. I mean, what's the point of throwing it away just because of outside opinion that you're meant to go and... That's why everyone thinks when you go on the show, it's because you're going on there for money. And right. Like and actually, if you're not, because if you're going back to your own situation, you're even more genuine because you're just living your best life, doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. The way I describe it is I have the life I had before, but with a few of her perks. Like, if I want to go for dinner, I don't necessarily have to pay. Oh, hi, Rachel from Love Line. I'm going to get it for free and that kind of stuff. Or I get clothes sent to me every now and again. My life is exactly how it was before, but better. Hmm. And like I said, if I want to chase the fame i've got the pr contacts i've got my agent paparazzi only comes when they know you're going to be there do you think they know kim kardashian is going to be boarding a private jet in this that country someone calls mm. if i wanted that life i'd make it happen but I've, i'm so happy with where i am right now i can date in private i can go out in private i half the, do you think i look like this every day <laughs> i look like a homeless bastard not homeless <laughs> literally i love the fact i can just truly be me and i i just don't have to try hard because i can be authentic with no pressure mm. from the outside world. how's the dating life now are you single yes yeah, so i dated a guy when i came out the villa for a while that was all a bloody waste of time um and when ryan that's I'm men for you <laughs> loki Ike. god that one was i don't know where i found that one but my god he was Anyway, he's in your industry, but we won't get into that. Oh, and um, <laughs> now I'm on Ryan, I'm on Hinge. But do you know what I do? I kind of go on it, match, get the little ego boost that see people interested, but I never reply to the messages. Um, yeah, because you, you you don't like them enough. It's not even that. Like I find dating apps so cringe. It's exhausting. I've I've only ever met someone in the past. Where I've been in a situation. You know, when you're at a bar mm. or you're out with friends. And I've been like off the market in a sense for like over six years. So I don't know how to date anymore. Mm. All the people that started dating when I did, they're married and have kids now. My my prime years have gone. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to no, do. Your prime years ain't gone. You still look amazing. And I feel like people think that when they're 30, life's over. 30 is young. Oh God, 30 is young. But you know what it is? The only reason I've kind of got that sick of my head is because I was the oldest girl of the series. And it's like, yeah, 30 is not young. Baby, you may have been the oldest, but you didn't look, you didn't look the oldest. Well, we know that's true. You didn't. You did not look that old. Well, I didn't think you were thirty on the show. Again, thirty is young to me, but I genuinely thought that you were 20, 25, 26 girl going in. But I think thirty is young. I think thirty-five is young. I think you know forties. You're only young when you hit age. like eighty in my book. Like this social media rat race game is so unhealthy for a lot of people. It's disgusting. I you know, but do you know what? Think of all the like. This is the best thing I say about growing up in the nineties. We had life before technology and the internet and social media. And we, so we know life with them without it. There's people that only know what they're forced to believe by mm. portrayal on social media. And I feel like that's only just going to get worse because they're it's the only future get worse. generation. Yeah. Only when it gets so, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't grow up with a phone. No. No. When, when I had like a Sony Ericsson at best. I, I always joke that when I was growing up, phones had the green screen. You know, the green screen mm. with the black ink. Yeah. 
And if you were to click on the internet by mistake, bear in mind there was only one internet page you'd go on, it would cost you like £200 in your bill. Not £200. Do you not remember? Like the Nokia, you click the internet and then it would be like... And it was expensive for your data. Yeah, I know that. I don't know what phone tariff you were on. Oh God, no. Yeah, I grew up playing with wooden blocks. But now I play with Instagram. Right. Got the best of both worlds. Right. Thank you so much for coming on, gracing me with your presence, guys. Thank you so much. Rachel Finney, who came on, spoke about your journey and everything. I really appreciate it. I think you have a, you've told a very interesting story. Thank One that so we haven't yet to have on the great couch. And I'm glad that you joined us and, yeah, told your story. Thank you for having me. No worries. Thank you for coming, babes. Pleasure. Rachel Finney, guys. Can we get another clap? Woo! Woo! Thanks, guys. Thank you. Be sure to follow um, Spotify, Apple, the Murad Murali podcast, and subscribe to the channel, guys. Daily and consistent, guys. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> all done. Yay! That was Amazing. Fun. That was so fucking fun. Woo! All done within your five minutes left. Amazing time. Damn, that was 55 minutes. It doesn't feel, it feels like it was like about half an hour. Yeah, that's what I genuinely feel like. It was half an hour.